this is Convos Over Coffee with your hosts. My name is Maggie. I'm Stephanie. We are here to talk to you guys about things that go on in our lives. Um, One of us is a very interesting person who has lots of things going on. And the other one of us kind of just gets irked by a lot of stuff on a daily basis. So um, you you said that like the two things so both described me so you. so what are you? <laughs> Mine's the one where I get irked by every fucking thing that happens to me. Are you sure? Because I feel like I could easily play both parts. And don't sell yourself short. You totally have interesting things happen to you. You just don't make as dumb of choices as I do. I think we have more in common than you think. <laughs> oh, well, I'll have you on my other podcast then. You'll guest star on that one a lot. Uh, so today I chose from the Starbucks establishment that's conveniently right up the road from my house. I have a salted caramel apple cold brew, um, which is kind of one of those like crafted drinks from like people who post drinks that they try and put together um it's really really good it's basically just the salted it's not like a starbucks drink it's something that you saw that somebody else concocted and you're like this bitch is ordering that yes absolutely uh because it's supposed to quote unquote taste like a caramel apple in fact it does it's delicious it's basically just the salted caramel cold foam or cold brew but it is um added apple brown sugar uh, flavoring and it is so good so i wish i were there with you because i don't think i like cold brews but i could totally try a sip of yours i Uh like my my go-to's are usually either a hot or an iced white chocolate caramel mocha and then mm, I recently that. switched to almond milk because it's just less harsh on my stomach. And then at Starbucks, or if I have to do caribou, I'm not a caribou fan. I love caribou. All right, well, come to Minnesota because <laughs> if you trip, you'll accidentally fall into a caribou, whereas I have to go hunt for Starbucks. <laughs> Which is weird, by the way, that Minnesota is like Target land, but there are Starbucks in all Targets. So that's a little confusing. Mm, yeah. I mean, it works for me, but I, I'm not, I just, I like Starbucks better. I don't like Caribou near as much, but I do miss my favorite coffee place. Which is Coffee Hound in Bettendorf, Iowa. Yeah, that place is good. Um, I think, honestly, my favorite is probably Starbucks also. But on occasion, I have the points to use at Dunkin'. So I will go to Dunkin' Donuts. I haven't had Dunkin' Donuts. I, I mean, I've had it semi-recently not super on purpose I was with somebody who had it but I think I just have negative memories of it because that 
is when I remember my boyfriend at the time, who is now my brother-in-law, <laughs> uh, he and I got Dunkin' Donuts coffee when he took me to Chicago, and it was some of the worst coffee he and I ever had. And I don't remember oh. what made it horrible. Like, if it was the kind we got, if there wasn't enough cream or sugar, I don't remember. I just know that that was our running joke and then you know the poor associations with him being crazy and us breaking up and then later my sister being like oh i have a new boyfriend and i'm like oh who and then she was all coy about it and then told me who it was and i'm like sorry motherfucking what ho i am drinking um i don't know what i'm drinking i'd have to go get it my brother's girlfriend turned me on to these little K-cups that were, who the fuck was it by? Was it even by Dunkin' Donuts? I'm not sure. I just Oh, was it the McCafe ones, the McDonald's ones? The, not the McDonald's ones. I can see it and maybe I'll look it up. But what it is, is they're cappuccinos. So I'm just stupid mm -hmm. and think that you have to buy coffee and get cream and sugar. Instead, I go and my brother's girlfriend had these little cappuccino mixes of K-cups. Um, it is the donut shop coffee is what she oh, buys. Yeah. And there's like classic cappuccino and all of these other flavors, French vanilla caramel or caramel depending on which person you are i don't want to offend too many people in the first episode i want to i want to bring you in make you fall in love with us and then pull your feet out right underneath of you and make you be like damn their views but i love them already so because i'm poor i buy the off-brand, so like the great value like you can get at Walmart and all these other places. And I usually buy French vanilla, but I've gotten really into the caramel cappuccinos. So it's just great value, cappuccino mix, caramel, naturally flavored K-cups. So then I cut down on cream and sugar. I don't have to spend the money on it. I don't have to put room in my fridge. I don't have to be adding things to my coffee. I just throw that little K-cup in. Boom. And it's fucking delicious. So I did that and then tis the season I poured in some butterscotch schnapps. Ooh, yum. Mm -hmm. When you came here, what was it? For the fair. When did you come? Oh yeah, August. Okay. So when you came in here, you so delightfully turned me on to those French vanillas, uh, which I love now, but I do like my coffee a little stronger, and I love the coffee taste. So what I do is I brew one of those, one of those cappuccino things, little K-cups, um, and then I brew coffee, and which right now I have like a Colombian roast, which is a little bit kind of like darker, a little more strong. Um, but I will do half of the cappuccino and half of the coffee, and it's absolutely delightful for my tasting. 
Uh, so I am really itching to talk about what happened in my past week. So it stems off of um, this girl that I work with at my full-time job. She um, became like a basically a team leader in, I think, like November. So it's been a year now almost. And she is one of the types that lets things go to her head because she has taken on so many tasks that don't necessarily fall under her job description, but yet she thinks that it's a good idea because she's just trying to like show off her abilities type of thing. Tell me what her job is in general and what tasks she should be doing, and then explain to me the extra stuff that she's doing that's not necessary and kind of making her be an uppity, better-than-everybody super skank, as they say. <laughs> as they say. Um, okay, so her job description is literally just to keep us on our toes as with our appointments that we schedule if there's a possibility for error and so she is just supposed to be like hey this is an overview of your last month so what can we work on she's also there to like literally basically she is the behind the scenes of our supervisor so she does the stats she does like the errors she's pretty much it she's on the floor Whereas the manager is, you know, in her office. Um, so she's there to, like, help and stuff like that. And um, the things that she goes out of her way to do is she tries to be, she tries to intercede for us to our supervisor. And I'm just like, I am fully capable of talking to our supervisor because there's email, there's calling there's, we can go to her office and she's pretty much available all the time. She will come into our office and, you know, like do a little walk around. This chick, she's just always trying to like go above and beyond. And she's like, oh, well, I can do this for you. Like, don't worry about it. I can um, try to help you with this. I can try to make sure that uh, our manager knows that this is going to be going on. And like, Recently, there was, so actually, kind of talking about this upcoming week a little bit, we are going to have, let's see, one, two, three people out the entire week. Um, so we have about 10 or 11 staff, so that's going to put us down to, like, let's just say seven. And I think she's trying to, like, sort everything out because our supervisor either, like, slips her mind or I'm not sure but so she's trying to get ahead of the game per se which is you know in the long run will help people out but she's going around like a chicken with her head cut off being like okay so this is what you're gonna do next week because you know we're short-staffed and we need you to like change this um talking about like lunch times or like break times she's just trying to I don't know. I think it's just going to completely, like, throw us all off. She was telling us this last week 
which she will probably remind us about like 300 times throughout the week. She sounds but, like the guy from Office Space, like the boss doing the micromanagey, but then she also, <laughs> it also sounds like she is all of those people going to the main guy where they're like, hey, I heard you had some issues with your TPS reports. And then like, so he has all of these people who keep coming to him with the same thing. <laughs> and it seems like she is all of those people just like, hey. Take a step back. Just chillax. You're trying to be proactive, but you're actually stressing everybody out. So stop. Yes, exactly. And so on top of stressing everyone out, I think she was also stressing herself out the most. And it put her in a bad mood. Like literally since Monday, um, she was just like, she was not herself. We could all tell right away. Um, she was like super quiet. Normally, she's, like, very loud, outspoken, very, like, just, like, this type of typer, like, the slamming on the keyboard, and she was, like, none of those things, so we were, like, is she even here? And, you know, don't lo and behold, she was, (laughs) but, like, it was just so odd. I don't hear you being angry at your keyboard. Are you okay? (laughs) I was like, I even asked just to kind of be like the little poke in the bear type because that's who I am. That's why I love um, you. <laughs> but so I was like, even here, and she was like, yeah, what? And I was like, oh, I was just checking, like, and that's how all of her responses were to like everything. Like I said, she's supposed to be available for questions because she has been there the longest out of everyone, and whenever someone would say hey, are you available? She would say, yeah, what is it? And I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. I absolutely just could not deal with it. Um, That honestly, which I found out after like self-reflection was that she was clearly, you know, stressed out and had a lot on her plate of her own doing though. So this is why I had no zero pity for her. Um, but she was taking it out on everyone else for her own issue. Um, but I think it was a little bit of uh, some childhood trauma that came to light because my mother would do that stuff all the time. You know, like you never knew what kind of mood she was going to be in. You had to like tiptoe around her um because it could have nothing to do with you it could have something to do with you and it would be like the smallest thing but she was gonna like chew you out if you even tried to talk to her so but that's she, what she did this to herself though so <clears throat> i actually yeah. just put in an application you know maybe quality assurance is what they mm-hmm. do and they will listen to the phone calls let people know they're supposed to make sure that policy is being followed, that people are being told the right information. And then they kind of tell people, you know, uh, Hey Maggie, you did great on doing this. La di da di da. Oh, Hey, make sure you mention this, whatever. And mm-hmm. it sounds like that's all her job is now. I was just going to say, I was like, that's like her job. <laughs> yes. She does what I do, which When I go to a new place, I see issues, 
and I want to be proactive instead of reactive, and I want to fix them. And if nobody else is going to do it, which it sounds like her boss just sucks, so kind of, yeah. she's trying to pick up the slack for the sucky boss and put out fires, but she's making herself the resident firefighter at your job, and instead of just doing her job, she's trying to do her job and put out all of these fires by herself, which is causing her all this stress. But again, it's her choice. She chose this. So just stop doing that stuff and you'll be happier. You're not getting paid more to do it. And it's clearly stressing you out. Now, if you want to do it because you think you're going to get promoted, whatever, that's on you. But obviously she's miserable. She's making her team miserable. So just, just fucking stop. Just go back to doing your job, and it sounds like you and everybody else will be happy. Absolutely. When she first got into this job, she was obviously putting out her feelers. She didn't. She had a job description, but she just didn't really know how to do it, you know? Um, but she has come a long way, which is good. I mean, I will give her props, but she does do that. She goes around... Even to, so we are our own department. Um, and then we have, we work within a clinic. So they have their own department per se. And they they do, they have their own manager and everything. Um, but she will even go out there and try to help them. And we're just like, why? And then when she comes back in after being out there for 15 minutes or whatever, she's always like, oh man, that was, and she'll like tell us what it was. Um, and she'll just come in and be completely flustered. She'll be like, is it hot in here? Uh, is it? And we're just like, dude, calm down. Like we're fine in here. I don't, I'm not sure what the big uproar is. Okay. So here's the thing. I'm going to solve your problem. I am going to come to Iowa, I'm going to break one of my Xanax in half, and as soon as she starts bitching, I'm just going to toss one right in there, try and get as far back at the back of her throat so it just goes right down, and we're going to go from there. I think somebody needs to have a come-to-Jesus talk with her. I can do it. You can give her my number. Like, listen, this girl, Stephanie... So she's not a therapist, but she's gone to therapy. She's going to get you to just bring yourself back down. She'll give you half of her chill pill. Uh, not not recommended, but uh, I'll just say she probably needs a hot Xanax if she's not going to fucking knock her shit off. Yeah. Tell her to just stop it's... doing it. Just be like, just don't go out there then. Don't do that then. Just go back to doing your job. I think you'll be happier. <laughs> Before she tried going above and beyond, um, we actually became, there was how many of us? Like three, four of us or whatever all together that became kind of like close friends. We had like a little posse going on. Um, but ever since these past couple of weeks, honestly, I have totally just, I'm like, who is she? because she's getting herself into too much and it's it is it's changing her mood at work 
and it's absolutely dreadful for like everyone that has to deal with it the, this fucking bitch of the office ruin the office for i don't know the office for everyone we should name other my girl people. ursula okay she's an ursula like she has um, tentacles and steals young pretty girls voices yeah absolutely and so at the same time that ursula got her promotion my other coworker was like oh cool like she's in our office she sits right next to me she can intercede for me with the you know big boss with our supervisor and um you know that'll be a lot easier i'll have like a you know kind of uh connection with her in a way i guess and i was like that's probably not a good idea because she's really not any kind of a boss um you should probably just go straight to our boss because i've already noticed that she wants things to be filtered through her especially like time off or leaving early or any sort of adjustments to like our schedule stuff like that of it so that she can oversee it and essentially sign off on it um but so that happened she went ahead and let ursula take over her thing and now which isn't necessarily right i guess but the um our supervisor doesn't really like her too much because she did that too many times and because she wouldn't go to her herself she like I feel like she just has this idea of this coworker of mine that she's like not like how would you say that like she's not able she wants someone else to do it for her you know like she won't just go and talk to her herself she wants ursula to do it for her that's just so weird so first of all it sounds like <clears throat> ursula is a micromanager who isn't even a manager like what why are you micromanaging you're not even the person who should be doing the managing so you shouldn't be doing the micromanaging so that's weird and then it's like she's made herself this self-appointed liaison between you guys which yeah you guys should be going to your boss yourselves about shit but the other chick who doesn't want to do stuff that's confusing like is she just trying to get out of doing work or what? Because I, I, everybody just needs to stay in their motherfucking lane, it sounds like. And I, will, I will fucking kill you! Sorry, fruit fly. <laughs> I might have killed it on my lap. Yeah, if anybody hears me scream Those about... bitches are fast, too. Murder? I'm, I'm only murdering <clears throat> fruit flies, uh, centipedes, um... Spiders. I think that's the bulk of what I have in here. So if I say, you know, this is your fucking last chance, I'm gonna murder you, you piece of shit. It's not a per. They're just bugs. They're they're just bugs, and they deserve it. And they don't pay rent here, so that's on you. <laughs> I live here. Uh, so this girl is. I mean for the first week she was driving me up the wall because I was just like why are you doing this why are you trying to be like this person for me I am very capable of taking care of my own shit and stuff like that I just she's driving me nuts she will not be that person for me I can tell you that you just need to be short with her like come off as a bitch and oh I you have know, been if she says anything like no 
I can do it myself. That's how I would be. And if I were you, I'd be a fucking bitch and go to your boss and be like, listen, I appreciate her trying to be proactive and helpful and make things run smoothly. However, I feel like this these little side projects that she has chosen to take on are detracting her from her job and it is not only stressing her out but it's stressing everyone else out and it's just creating this very negative environment so no some people aren't going through the proper channels and speaking for themselves than when she they should be she's taking that away from them and instead of empowering them she's just doing it for them and mm -hmm. like we just we just need to go back to she does her job these people do their job we go through the proper channels and chain of command and it, it's just creating a very bad environment that i just see getting worse and she's doing this to herself and it's not even that type of work environment, which, you know, thank God, but we don't need a person like that because our supervisor is, like, very accommodating. She's honestly very, like, nice, sometimes too nice, but I'm just not sure where she got the idea that she needed to become this person. She said it's just creating a very negative work environment. It's stressing people out. Right now, we have enough stress as it is, just because it's been busy. We have um, like new programs and stuff that we're trying to implicate, and it's, you know, we have enough on our plates as it is. And next week, I am not sure if I will remain employed on there. <laughs> no, <laughs> but next week with all these people being out, I just, I don't know. When do you get to start working from home? Uh, it's going to be after October for sure. Possibly end of November, hopefully December because that's too um, many months of uncertainty. Um and I have realized that I like have some anxieties and stuff like that outside of work. Also, um so I'm going to, you know, get that addressed hopefully in a way that can push me to go home um because my workplace is not making it any better so are we ready for american psycho boy we are so ready i've been uh waiting to hear this story from you <laughs> okay so maggie already knows most of the story and I thought it had ended. I hoped. <laughs> I think we all thought it had ended. <laughs> I hoped it had ended. And instead, the networks of my life have been like, let's do another season. To recap, I met American Psycho Boy on Plenty of Fish. He seemed too good to be true i saw his profile and what was funny was that he had said something like oh and i do smile but 
I've had adult braces for X amount of years, so I got used to smiling without showing my teeth. Mm. Which I thought was funny. And that's one of my things is that I hate men who take shitty pictures. And one of them is ones who never post a picture without a hat on. Yeah. And ones who don't smile with their teeth. Your teeth don't have to be perfect, but I need to know that you have them and they are not (laughs) meth teeth. Nothing's worse than meth teeth. Okay? Yeah. So I sent him a message because that was so funny. And then we just sort of hit it off from there. We both had a very similar humor. And we met very quickly. We fell hard for each other very quickly. So real quick, can I ask, were you, like, during this time, were you looking for, like, a relationship? Or was this kind of just like a... I'm always just like, whatever happens, happens. So you were open to it, though, at the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if I bump into my future husband or future wife (laughs) tomorrow, hell, tonight at the concert. Oh, God, I really hope not tonight at this concert. What concert is it? (laughs) Wu-Tang Clan. I really don't think my soulmate (laughs) is going to be at the Wu-Tang Clan. Uh, but you never know. Maybe somebody's dad is going to drop them off and pick them up. So it could be <laughs> that. We plan to go on a walk along the river near my house. Well, then it started to sprinkle out. So I was like, mm, we're going to have to, we'll just hang out inside, drink wine. I rarely invite people to my home or go to their home but somebody vouched for him on the internet like oh I've known him really good guy blah 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 so and then I I kind of am good at reading you know if I may get murdered or not by somebody (laughs) you just you get a you get a sense of them and so you know my senses were good jury's still not out he could still murder me but we'll get there over we open the wine I throw on like a shower movie we chit chat and you know just great great night everything's fabulous and so this only lasted by the way six days (coughs) son of a fuck (laughs) sneeze like my dad whole body's involved in that (laughs) It was. It did seem like it was very short-lived, but when it was happening, like, it was good. You guys were both into each other. The conversation was good. The company was good. Yeah. Chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, basically, day five is when we hang out, and this is a Saturday, I was finishing, I was in my last weekish of paralegal classes. And this was only a nine month certificate program because I have 10,000 other degrees. So all I needed was just the paralegal parts of it. So my homework was due Sunday by 11.59 p.m. 
I, so that was my last, second to last week. Then my very final week ended Friday evening at 11.59 p.m. So not only am I in my last two weeks, but my last week ends two days sooner than we are used to it ending. So very, very, very crunch time in my last five days of school. And then mm -hmm. I'm done until I start another degree, which we all know I'll do. <laughs> all right, I did my assignments Friday night for one class. I can hang out with American Psycho Boy Saturday. He gets me Saturday. Then Sunday was going to be working my part-time security job and then doing homework. Well, of course, on Saturday, he already knows he's going to want to hang out with me again Sunday. And I was like, maybe we have to see where I'm at with my homework. He's like, mm -hmm. okay. Then what we have is at some point, I think I'm heading home from the, the weekend part-time job. And he messages me saying that he's tired he has been working or helping his dad all day and he's really tired he didn't work he doesn't have homework so let's just not hang out you you do your homework okay and so i'm like you know all right also because i know how this part of the story ends i guess i feel like with him saying those things you're kind of like okay cool it is crunch time for me anyway i have to go you know i have the freedom to go home and do my homework and we're not gonna hang out so like obviously texting is one thing i'm sure you can shoot him a text here and there but like we're not hanging out so i don't have any sort of um like responsibility or whatever i guess uh to you know have anything to do with him like he has his night because he's tired and you have your night right exactly <laughs> and i'm like cool adult stuff perfect yes <laughs> so then at 7:03 p.m how's homework beautiful you know it's okay and then i'm just talking about being a little nervous about him and then i'm just like oh you know you you're too perfect for me like just Usually when things seem great, it turns out to be the silence before the storm, as people mm -hmm. say. And then this is where he still does this to this day. He doesn't know how to be serious. Everything's a fucking joke to him. <laughs> but he's like, oh, I'm far from perfect. I get crabby. I have my asshole moments. I cry. I'm human blah 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 and I'm just like mm-hmm and I don't know he just says other dumb shit whatever and then I joke and I said I'm just going to breathe into a plastic bag until therapy because I don't <laughs> I do go to a therapist I try to be proactive about mental health instead of reactive because if I'm doing well I want to keep doing well and I don't want to have to all of a sudden have something happen and then be scrambling like, oh, I've got to find a therapist, book an appointment. I want to keep things just 
going very well. I think that everybody should be in therapy. I think that it should be free and it's just amazing. So everybody go to therapy. But this is where, again, I don't really know if he's being serious or joking, but I think what he's done is this thing that I hate that people do. And I see a lot of men do it because, you know, I only date men, haven't dated a woman, so I can't say if women do this. But there are what I call LOL guys, where <laughs> they say LOL after, like, everything. And you're just like, are you joking or not? And they're doing that thing to be like, oh, well, I was joking. Unless you're not joking. Then I'm not joking. Wait, was that a joke? That was a joke. I was just testing you. Because they're so insecure and they don't want to just own what they say. So they've yeah. always got to keep this. It's almost like standing on a beam and or in the middle of a seesaw and just going a little to one side then a little to the other then a little to one side so nobody can ever really know what you mean know where you're at where you stand and you can always change it to fit what you need it to be yes and i hate that because especially when you're dating like the person has a right to know what kind of person you are so why are you not just, instead of saying the LOL to, like, put out feelers, I don't know, just just say, or, I mean, don't let it all out at right at the beginning, like, I guess. I mean, dating comes in stages, but mm -hmm. you still don't have to be, like, fake about it, you know? You mean, like the guy who smelled my slippers and then told me he liked feet when he first came over to my house. Don't do that. <laughs> Wasn't that here in Iowa? Sure was. That was Jerry. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, me too. I still have those slippers, by the way. <laughs> so, then he goes, for Fox's sake, which is funny, do you need therapy every day for somebody to tell you that you're going to be okay? Or do you see a resolution in the future? And then he does a little winky face. That seems like a really douchey thing to say. But then he covers it up with a fucking winky face. Yes. And so again, if if this were in person, he probably would have been like, oh, for fuck's sake. Do you need therapy every day for somebody to tell you that you're going to be okay? Or do you see a resolution in the future? Like, it, and he's, I think he's trying to be funny and playful. But, yeah. Especially in a relationship, there are some things that need to be serious. And so, yeah, I'm mm -hmm. joking that I'm, I'm obviously not going to breathe into a plastic bag until therapy. I'm just saying that, like, oh, well, I, I'll talk it out with my therapist and, figure it out and yeah or like maybe that could be your like playful way of saying like i'm kind of like stressed right now like and it is and that's okay but you're also trying to be like playful about it because you guys are in this like beginning stage but instead of saying um what did he say at the end of his statement what that do I see a resolution in the future? Yeah, do you see a resolution? He could be like, oh, we could talk about it. Like, you can talk to me type of thing. Or, like, if there's anything, like, feel free to talk to me about it. Not, 
I don't like that at all. <laughs> well, then I'm just like, listen, things typically don't work out for me. I get bamboozled. And he's like, I hate, I hate. Please stop doing this if you are the person who does this. Well, quit putting that energy out in the universe and just enjoy the positivity that's around you. Because if you think negative and you put it out there, it will follow you. I know from experience. Okay. So there's two different ways that this happens. If you sit here and go, I'm not going to get this job. I'm not going to get this job. I'm not going to get this job. That doesn't not get you the job. But what it does is like you you won't come off as secure. You will more likely have like the slumped shoulders. You'll look mm -hmm. down. You won't sound confident in your answers. And that is what won't get you the job. Whereas if you go in confident yes. going, well, I don't have the experience exactly, but I have experience with similar things because of A, B, and C. And if you train me exactly how you want it done, I will be able to incorporate these things into this and I can do this job. I'm the right person. But mm -hmm. just expressing to somebody that I'm dating, I'm getting nervous because things are going so well that now I'm kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop. That's not making the other shoe drop. And... If you haven't seen the show, watch it. <laughs> Have you seen Lie to Me? No. God, it's amazing. <laughs> Tim Roth is awesome. And I found out that after the show came out, a ton of people started looking to see if this was a real job, which it's not. Basically, <laughs> he is like kind of a human lie detector where he can figure out if people are lying and figure out the truth and then people have thought like oh i'm good at that i the police should hire me to do that and it's like that's not an actual job i think his name is loker one of his employees says to a woman that he's interested in he says that he doesn't like dating because people are always their best self in the beginning and only when they start to feel comfortable they let their guard down and then you essentially feel like you have been dating somebody that you don't even know because, yes, don't let it all out. Hey, I like feet. Let me sniff your slipper. Don't do that. <laughs> but, like, this guy had me thinking that our beliefs were similar. And then I find out that he told this woman that he was dating or talking to or going to talk to that he didn't agree with the fact that she was going to let her child at I think like 14-ish take hormone supplements because her child said, you know, hey, I want to transition. I'm the opposite sex. And he thinks that we should protect our children from that because at 14, they're not old enough to make that choice with which girls can get pregnant at 14 and have and a baby isn't it technically like maybe it's from state to state but like legally at like 13 you can make like psychological choices on your own i believe and there are tons of choices that i make at 39 where i'm just like 
that was not my best choice. But <laughs> I have a friend back home in Iowa whose daughter decided that she's a boy. They cut his hair to look like a boy, dress him like a boy, refer to him as a boy. And I think that whatever our laws have said, that, yeah, you can get hormone supplements, especially when you're going through all the hormonal stuff and you're having those changes happen, that's probably the best time for it to happen. And yeah. I just, that was really what, I don't know, broke the, the, the camel's back for me. <laughs> That, that was my thing where I'm very pro everything as long as it's not hurting somebody else. Yeah. Then, then you do you. You do your religion. You do your sexuality. You want to do this job. You want to write this. You want to do LARPing. You, if you're into BDSM, you do you as long as you're not taking away somebody else's rights, pushing your stuff onto somebody else, and... To know that I would be dating somebody who, if his own daughter decided that she wanted to be a boy mm -hmm. or transgender or anything, that yes, he would support her, but say, no hormone treatments until you're 18 or whatever. I mean, that's his own thing. Yes, that's his own thing between him and his daughter. But the way that he talked about it and expressed it just made me very uncomfortable. And that's where I started to kind of doubt it. And this was the conversation that took place the night before. And it's just been kind of in the back of my mind festering. And what I don't like about him is that he jokes so much, especially in person, that he kind of just laughs things off. And he seems smart and manipulative enough to talk his way out of the conversation. Like, he even tried to do it in our messages. Like, I I don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable. This is a line for me. Unless you're going to change your views, I can't get past this and be with somebody like this. Right. So if that's happening, like, as early on as it did, when it comes time for you guys to be serious in a relationship, like, how is he going to take that? So I feel like that is, like, the, the thought process. I just tried to be like, you know, it's my problem anyway, not yours. You go relax. Like, you know, I'm, I'm going to do my thing. He said he was going to relax. You go relax. Yeah. And then he's like really dude I was giving you words of encouragement and you're going to throw that girl in my face after oh I think he was talking about his ex actually yeah because I said you can put out all the good in the world and still not get what you put out like mm -hmm. what what did you put out then to have your ex happen to you and he got mad, and he's like, really, dude, I was giving you words of encouragement, and you're going to throw her in my face? LOL, after she ruined my night last night? JK, but I did get amped up a bit with hatred. Or I guess I don't know what's so bad in your life that makes you think it's so terrible and need therapy. 
maybe you'll fill me in someday. And I'm just like, again, if he's a person who thinks that only people who have really bad things happen to them and terrible things need therapy, this isn't going to work. That's what I was just going to say, too, because here you are saying that, you know, everyone should experience or do therapy, I guess, which is Mm -hmm. very valid. And because it's essentially just like a third person party to talk about your life to. And they have all of these. um, They have like the psychological reasons and stuff to like back it up and tell you. Exactly. And yet here he is saying that your life has to be so bad to go through therapy. That's two totally different views. (laughs) And he's older than me. I think he's 44. And I don't, I told my therapist a couple weeks ago, I am so sick of having to educate people. I, I have sought out this stuff on my own. I'm just like you. I do the self-reflection. I get knowledge. I read books. I listen to TED Talks. I read articles. I talk to other people. I seek out all this knowledge. And it's mm-hmm. like, I just don't have time to teach this 44-year-old man that I'm dating who has a daughter and has lived this whole life why I think his views in the whole transgender thing are wrong and how it's a make or break for me. I don't have time to educate him on therapy and it being good and proactive and that you don't have to have had these terrible things happen to you to even need therapy and it's I'm just exhausted I'm exhausted of all the ignorant people that I feel like I'm surrounded by and how they just choose to be uneducated so I think we kind of stop there but then he keeps blaming me where it's like guy I love you cheats on me lies to me screws me over (laughs) uses me and he goes don't put people up on pedestals and you won't be let down let nature take its course and go with the flow so it's my fault he's day six and he's already gaslighting me about other people and not even talking about him so now it's going to be my fault that I said he seems too perfect. That, well, well, clearly I've made him perfect. If I just went with the flow and I go, <laughs> people can lie. Some don't. And then he's like, like being like, if you, if you weren't so obsessed with me, then you wouldn't be bringing yourself, yourself down because of your thoughts of me. Mm-hmm. He's talking about the therapy. And I share a little bit, and he's like, it's always okay to share your problems. You do it with your therapist. Oh, my God. Rule of story, don't trust people. And it's just like, okay. And then he's like, are you whining? And he's like, just, (sighs) again, he's just up and down. He's like, what are you saying? I thought things were going okay, but I guess you have a different opinion. Where I'm just telling him what has happened to me in the past with other guys. Yeah. And then he's like, I feel like I have to defend myself for no reason. LOL. 
Like, and there again, with him saying, I thought things were okay, I would have just been like, dude, not everything is about you. Like, I'm just telling you about my life right now because you, you were asking. Yes! <laughs> so, but then again, the LOL. Let time and the things I do be the judge of me. Not your brain right now going over the future that didn't even happen yet. Relax. Are wow, you... he did not just tell you to relax. Like, <sighs> again, gaslighting. So yes. I, I'm just sharing with you my worries. And then you're like, stop it crazy. Wait and see. And it's like, why do you think that that's the appropriate way to comfort a person you like? That's really fucked up. And yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going to get to homework. And then he's like, oh, I told my couple friends about you and my dad. Does that not make you happy or feel good inside? And it's just like, you know, I just I just did that chick thing where it's like, it's fine, you're fine. Well, I don't know, but I'm, I'm going to get back to doing homework. He keeps throwing in some LOLs. He he says, relax, foo. You know, to, like, fool, like, ha-ha. Like, then he's like, if there's something on your mind and you need to tell me, then just tell me. I don't do suspense very well. I prefer direct. But he does a kissy face blowing the heart. Okay, but also based off of what you just said, what the fuck makes me want to tell you about these things now? And now I feel like I, I am closed off and reserved about those things to you. And then he's like, I said, this is all me. This is my thing. Like, I guess I will deal with this. So he goes, well, you're yeah. making it my thing. So you put it out there and then just leave it. And I'm wondering L space O space L, but I guess I'll let you go. And then he tries to make some more jokes Make some more jokes. Make some more jokes. He is literally digging this hole his entire self. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't understand why he doesn't understand how that's happening. <laughs> exactly. Like, do you know who you are? Do you read the things that you write me? And so it's just chit-chat, chit-chat, chit-chat chit chat then which he doesn't realize is one of the worst things he ever could have said to me because we'll talk about fucking Abe Dolph hit Blair one day <laughs> he straight up says to me because we're joking 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 he goes no wonder why dudes leave you but then he says no one wants to wait in line because I said you know take your turn or something but it's like, that's a really fucking mean thing to say, even if you're joking. Okay, so here's where shit really hits the fan. I set my phone to the side of me so that I can just glance at it and see if my dad, my daughter, 911 is calling for some reason, the Avengers, <laughs> you know, very important emergency things. So... The last time I sent him a message was at 7.52 p.m., okay? Now, we've already established I did one class Friday, 
hung out with him Saturday, gonna do the other class Sunday, due by 11.59 p.m., right? Mm-hmm. Okay, we're all on the same page. So then, he's like, all right, we're not gonna hang out, because I'm exhausted, you have homework to do. Cool. We've been texting for hours. Then we stop. Also, at this point, I'm just like, great, okay, bye. I think we both need the night to cool off. Oh my god, you are just a smart, mature adult. Do you want to be my boyfriend? <laughs> I'll consider it. Thank you. <laughs> so, I accidentally left my underwear there. Like, don't ask how, it just happened. So then he sends a joke, sends a joke, winky face with the heart kiss, joke. Then he goes... And this is at 9.08 p.m., okay? 9.08 p.m. It's been just over an hour since we texted. Mm -hmm. You doing okay? Are you doing homework? Pushing away? Or on a date with a chick? Winky face. <laughs> okay, well, I don't know what just happened, so I guess this is good night. Until tomorrow? Is this a test? Question mark WTF. And that was at 10.44 p.m. So, at 12.16 a.m., after I'm done with my homework, go to the bathroom, turn off my computer, get my stuff situated, I send, I don't test, was busy, going to bed, up early, early, busy, busy. Because I have just gone from... Working Friday day, homework Friday night, hanging out with him Saturday, staying up until late into Sunday morning with him, going home, working Sunday day, talking to him for a couple hours, then doing my homework until 11.59 p.m., then I have to get up and go into the office, which I normally don't do, but I did that day. So I have to get all my stuff together, go into the office, I have a doctor's appointment, and, you know, I'm just busy. I have work. And then I think I might have had something after work also that night. I don't know. So it's just one of those cliff notes because I'm exhausted. I need to get to bed. I don't have time to explain to you that I was doing my homework because you already knew that I was doing my homework. So then, so that's, and people, people on the internet, horrible women go, well, you were really short with him. So now I have to baby him all of a sudden. Oh, I'm so sorry, sweetie. You know how we discussed that I was going to be doing my homework because it was due at 11.59 p.m. And I'm in the last five days of it. Well... I was doing that. I'm so sorry that I wasn't there to stroke your ego or stroke your cock for you, but next time I'll try to be more considerate of your feelings and your needs. Yeah, sorry that I did not communicate well, because that's probably what, you know, he's looking for. But really, the entire time that he was just messaging you all this bullshit, it was like, he, he just continued digging this hole that he was already uh, probably halfway in. Mm -hmm. And I just, 
I mean, no wonder. <laughs> so then, are you ready for this? This motherfucker straight up asks, what were you doing? Separate message, question mark. Separate message, not like you to leave me hanging. Separate message, gaslighting. I'm glad you are okay. What the I fuck? I'm fucking okay. We went over what the fuck I was doing. Why are you being such a, like, needy bitch? Psycho? Um, <laughs> honey, did Lassie come and find you and tell you that I was trapped in a well? Why did you think that I wouldn't be okay? You knew I was sitting in my place. Most likely at my motherfucking desk with my laptop and three monitors. <gasps> Maggie, doing my homework. What could have <laughs> happened to me? It's not like I have a stalker. It's not like I'm a high-profile attorney working on a murder case. Why, why did you think I wasn't okay? Because I was nervous about things going so well between us so i decided instead of doing my homework i was going to slip my wrists <laughs> even with all of that like i get that you voiced the opinion of how you were feeling that you know things were going so well so you're it's kind of like pinch me you know type of thing because they're going so well yes but yet having said that instead of like focusing on that and being like giddy or elated or whatever that you guys are hitting it off and things are going well I reiterate he is just having these yes psycho thoughts I think he needs a little therapy maybe could you be a little easy on easier on him and give him some insight <laughs> I can't be his could therapist you him some fucking slack <laughs> then I just said, it'll happen from time to time. I've been known to sleep for two days straight. I work so much in so many jobs that, yeah, sometimes I push myself too far and I will just crash and I will wake up to go pee, get back in bed. Wake up to go pee, get back in bed. See what day it is, reset an alarm, go back to sleep. And it's not like yeah. I didn't communicate with him. So then he's just like, NM, good night. Never mind, good night. Sure. So then the next day, it's like we reset. And then he goes, It's not that I didn't want to meet up with you yesterday. I just didn't want to infringe on homework because it's important. I figured you would have called me if you had some free time and wanted to hang out. No worries. Winky face. I hope you had fun. Feel free to message me if you have time today. I know you're busy, busy. So, this seems like a sweet, reassuring, okay message. But let's pick apart my American Psycho Boys message. Yeah, let's, because I don't like the beginning of that. Never once did I fucking say that I was upset or hurt or anything by us not getting together. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what? Why? Why How did, did that you come get to your there? <laughs> yes. And then he doesn't want to infringe on my homework because it's important. 
Yeah, that's why I didn't message you for four hours and eight minutes because that's how long I had to do my paralegal, very difficult homework. Yeah. So then, so he it's says... It's like he's trying to be understanding, but there's a part of his brain that can't understand, and it's clearly overloading him. <laughs> so he says right here, Your Honor, it says right here, American Psycho Boy, could we just read this text right here? So it says here... I just didn't want to infringe on homework because it's important. Now, you sent that at 8.39 a.m. Is that correct? Okay. So, but also here on September 11th at 12.16 a.m., you put, what were you doing? Same time, 12.16 a.m., question mark. Uh, can you explain to me, please, why you put what were you doing at 12.16 a.m., but then it looks like by 8.39 a.m., you say that you knew she was doing homework and that it's important, and then you followed up uh, still in the same minute. In fact, you sent three text messages all within the same minute. Let the record show that. Um, <laughs> that you figured that Stephanie would have called you if she had some free time and want to hang out, but you had already established the day prior that you would not be hanging out that Sunday because you were tired, but then tried to make it seem like it would also benefit her so that she could do her homework, when then you continued to talk to her and then uh, had a psycho meltdown when she didn't message you for four hours and eight minutes when you clearly knew she was doing homework. Uh, can you explain to us the psychopathy behind what you were thinking and feeling and trying to convey? Because I'm very confused, especially about the part where it says, I hope you had fun. Well, if you knew she was doing her homework and that it's a stressful and difficult thing, what exactly did you think she was doing? Exactly. She wasn't at an amusement park, you know that. Um, she was not in any sort of danger, unless you have any evidence to back up why you thought she was in danger. And as far as I know, unless your psycho little brain made this story up, the only other thing that I could think of is that maybe she didn't know that her 85-year-old roommate would have a gangbang waiting for her upstairs when she decided <laughs> to go get a snack from the shared kitchen on the upper level. And maybe that's what you thought was going on, was that she wouldn't not do her homework to text you all night or to call you or to cater to your insecurities ego and sexual desires but that if perhaps there were a train upstairs waiting to be run on her that she would prefer to do that <laughs> instead of just message you back is that maybe what you thought was going on sir that could be what was going through his mind because as he previously stated that um you could have been on a date with another Fella. No, he said chick. Fellas, that was a will. 
that was a running joke was that I, I may um, still try and date a chick because in all theory, I've never dated a woman. So maybe it's better on um, the other side, which um, my bisexual and lesbian friends tell me it's not. <laughs> I've heard that too. <laughs> and again, we, we aren't in a committed relationship. So in theory, exactly. if I were on a date with somebody else, man, woman, Frankenstein, and I, I say Frankenstein because I used to take the book Frankenstein out with me, and it wasn't Macbeth, it was Hamlet, and I would just go out to Village Inn and read my book and have coffee, and I told the server, I just want to come here to read my book and drink coffee literally if you want to just look over i'll just nope i'm good or you know, point to my coffee yes I, this is i tip well i've been a waitress i just want to sit here and drink coffee don't even worry about me or even do homework i've done that before i just want to go out and read i just want to go out to movie i don't owe you anything even if he were my husband he has clear issues with power and control stemming from his own insecurities. I don't need to tell you where I was, what I was doing. I can be on a date with somebody else if I want to, and I don't even have to tell you that if I don't want to. Mm -hmm. So there we are with that. I said, it's fine. I told you I was going to do homework. I didn't have free time, so I didn't call. So then we're kind of okay. Pivots to... When we're going to hang out, he's like, hey, I have this thing for you that I said I was going to give you. It's ready whenever. I was like, well, I'd say this weekend, but you have your kiddo. And he goes, I've had this problem before. We'll talk about him too. Uh, we'll call him bar boy because I, <laughs> I banned him from my bar after what he did. And we'll talk about that someday. So he goes, it's Monday. You don't want to see me before the weekend? It's not a want. I'm in my last five days of school. So I work a job Monday through Friday, 8 to 4.30 p.m. I also have a part-time security job. I don't even remember what I was working that week. But then I have two courses that I have to finish. And one of them is a capstone, which is like the thesis of paralegal. So it's not just easy little assignments. My capstone is like, we're going to give you four to five assignments that each have multiple parts to it. Yeah, especially doesn't everyone know that the end of the, uh, the end of your classes in college are more complex than the beginning and the middle. Finals week. <laughs> exactly. And just not even finals like the assignments that go along with that are just more complex they require more research more you know everything they're long oh look because i'm so detail oriented and effective <sighs> and efficient if i would have just read the next message i said i didn't say that i likely won't have time i have my security thing to work i had a dmv appointment i'm on a bowling league we were going to record our podcast that week, which I think we did. Oh, yeah. And this, we decided that the first episode wasn't laid out well, so we're re-recording the first one. 
welcome. And I said last week of school and homework due Saturday instead of Sunday, which I was actually wrong because it was due Saturday by midnight, which means due Friday by 11.59 p.m. Yeah. So then I said, and there is, oh, then I'm working my security job Saturday also. And then my daughter and sister were having a bonfire. And he, so instead of just going, whew, this is a really tough week. We've only known each other for seven days. Yeah, you don't need to fit me into your life this one week. Oh, that actually happened with, we'll call him Frankenman because, <laughs> or actually Frankenman's monster because calling him just Frankenstein, he's not the, um, he's not Victor. Frankenstein is actually Victor, the mad scientist. The monster was never named, so it's Frankenman's monster. Um, he kind of... <laughs> He kind of looked like Frankenstein's monster, honestly, um, just like the build. But he flipped out because I didn't see him for a week when I was editing my first poetry book that got published. And this is the second book that I got published. I said, I just need one week to not see you. This is an insane week for me. Can't wait to see you till next week. But it's going to have to be like that. And that ended our relationship too because he's just like you can't find one hour for me not one and I'm like no at that time I was working full-time in school my daughter had a concert going on that week for school something else for school that week and I was finishing putting together my manuscript for my first poetry book Oh, I need to fit him. I, I need to find him an hour. Like, dude, I barely know you. Yeah, I don't owe you anything either. And I just feel like a secure, mature adult would have been like, I totally understand. I'll miss you until then. I can't wait to see you. Exactly. And the fact that you even said, I'll miss you until I see you. She'd be like, okay, great. Like, yeah, I'm a little sad. Or just maybe, like, bummed. But, okay, you're busy. Plus, as previously stated, he has his kid for whatever amount of time. You know, let me find my own thing to do because this girl that I supposedly really like is just busy this one fucking week. Yeah. <laughs> so then he goes, have your feelings about me changed? Something seems different. I guess... If a man has to ask a question, he has to ask it. And I said, no. And he goes, no worries. Just let me know when you can fit me in. Winky face. I said, I told you, busy, busy. So then he keeps up his little antics of fit, next text, meet, next text, in. And I put, ha. And he put, fine, blar. And then he's talking about me maybe sneaking in after his daughter goes to bed. And I was just like, okay. And he goes, or not. And I said, just let me know. And he goes, you're the one with the busy schedule, lady. L-O-L. I'm pretty open for you. And then he makes some gross joke. Um, <laughs> well, it's, it's a whole thing with anal. Like, dudes love anal. They're all about it. So my running joke is, yeah, I'm open to it. You first, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 
you have the prostate. That's where your G-spot is. That's supposed to be the best orgasm for you. So if you want to shove a dick up my ass, we got to do it up yours first. Yeah, exactly. We can share this awesome experience that you want to have. You want to do it so bad. You think that I should be talked into it. How come I should be talked into it, but you shouldn't? It's a mm-hmm. hole for both of us. It's not like I'm trying to shove a dick up your pee hole. That would hurt. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where he's like, I'm pretty open for you, just not my butthole. It's like our running joke. And then so, I, again, I try to explain it then because some of the bitchy little whiny women on the internet were like, you're, you're being too short with him. All right. Today I went to bed late, up early, at the office for the AM, going home during lunch. My dad is getting my daughter from the airport, meeting my daughter at my place so that she can get her stuff and her car is there. And she's being all pissy and just freaking out. So I'm trying to, like, get her to be calm, make things easier for her. And, you know, so that's kind of stressful. My doctor appointment is at 10 in the morning. I have a training at 9.45, so I'm trying to move up my appointment to get in so that I can make my meeting, then I have therapy, and then I'm working my security job. Other friends want to hang out. I've got to get stuff for the party. Oh, I haven't sent my sister her birthday present from last month because with the post office and my day job, it's inconvenient. I'm tired. It's the last week of school, second week of bowling. I'm trying to get this podcast stuff to take off and it's just so stressful and I'm so tired and I still need to update my address at the DMV and I'm trying to do this thing for my job and it's such a freaking mess also I'm just trying to get through this week so then he's like okay I'm here if you need anything now that lasted two hours and 40 minutes later thinking about you so then I just tell him because something happened hey this happened it's a big uproar I'm so stressed out and then I'm just like welcome to the mess he's like you can vent then he just keeps joking I am stressed and I am venting and he just is loling me all over the place (laughs) And then he's like, I thought you were at home working in the office today. I fucking told you multiple times I was working in the office today. Mm -hmm. And then he keeps trying to joke. I'm being serious. I have told him I'm stressed. I've got a bunch of shit going on. And he just can't stop joking. He never stops. So then we get a little political and talk about people being entitled to their opinions or not, hair done, and then I straight tell him, I'm not in a joking mood. And I say, I'm not into poop or fart jokes either. I'm just not. And then, <laughs> again, he's making more jokes. Making You're being more a real jokes. downer. Poop and farts are always funny. Nope, nope, that's you, baby. <laughs> that is all you. So then, he's like, you should have called me for dick last night. You might have been in a better mood. Sorry, I'll stop. I hope your day gets better. P.S. You're kind of pretty. And then, my daughter's flight gets canceled. So oh then, my god, what a douche. I'm super fucking stressed. Then I bring up 
the woman that he dated who let her kid take the hormones and I bring up that whole thing and he mm-hmm. goes it's okay to have different opinions and I go but to be with somebody who breaks up with someone over their kid wanting hormones it's pretty rocky territory so then yeah. we start talking about him carrying his gun and how he feels about that and people being entitled to have guns or not which is a touchy subject and then he talks about her and he goes you know i'm not going to live a lie to be with somebody anyway she told me that this is how you can deal with it if we have a relationship and i was honest so you can look at that however you want so he cannot be with somebody because he doesn't agree with her but i can't not be with him because i don't agree with him yeah he could have easily said to his ex that you know you and i are going to have different opinions on this but overall it's not really affecting my day-to-day life and it's not making me unhappy or hurt in any way so sure whatever but clearly he needed a reason to break up with her anyway and this was that yeah so he's a hypocrite he can break up with her even though they have a difference in opinion, but I can't not want to be with him because of it. You're just supposed to suck it up. Because he wants me. Yeah. And he goes, push me away if you will. Just don't treat me like shit. And don't put me in a box. Understand, I mean, what I mean about something before you speculate, please. I have reasons behind the things I do. Most times, L space O space L. What? I that's gonna drive me up the wall. Then <laughs> this is where a lot of people on the internet had a problem with him, by the way. I do have a very diverse family, full of queers and other races. I am far from conservative, but I have my beliefs. But like adults, her and I are still friends because I would not be okay with that going on with my twelve year old daughter, mentally and chemically changing her into a boy. That doesn't make me hate her or that doesn't make her hate me or think any less of me. So I may joke around and shit, but I'm an adult. No, you're not. And an adult who means what he says and says what he means. Really? Because all you do is LOL everything and I don't even know what you're saying or what you mean or if you're serious or if you're joking. Yeah, what are your views? Where do you stand Because once you state something, you LOL along with it. So was that serious? Was that a joke? Then he's like, I'm definitely not closed-minded. But children are young and innocent and are not capable of making those life-changing decisions at that age. And I believe that it's encouraged in schools now and it makes me sad. I don't rant and rave about it all over Facebook, but I am aware of the agenda because it's right in front of my fucking face. So we shouldn't tell children that it's okay to be whoever they want to be, a boy or a girl, and let them know that it's okay and their options and that it's normal and we will accept you for it. That's a fucking negative agenda no but instead he wants to tell them that if you're gonna go outside of the box 
and be, you know, something different that you're going to be, you know, bullied or whatever, what have you. And that's an okay view to have. Yes, he's he's what I call a closet person. He does sound very conservative and Republican because it's like, do whatever you want behind closed doors, but don't fucking teach it to my kid. And then he says that he's open-minded. Oh, sorry, I'm not closed-minded. Yes, you are. The whole thing about the world is just sharing different views. And why are you so afraid of your daughter being taught a view that if she felt like she's a boy, it's okay. And that you can be changed into a boy. Right? And then he goes, you were really liking me. That must have scared you into digging for those flaws of mine that you said were non-existent. But I tried to tell you were there. But those don't have to be flaws. It's just me. Fuck, I could be way worse. I'll let you get back to work. You forgot the plus, by the way, in LGBTQ+. So again, he's sitting here saying, I... I made up flaws in him. I'm I'm finding something. <laughs> you just told me this Saturday, and I've had time to think about it, and it's really bothering me because this is something that's very important to me. And you told me that you quit dating this woman because she was going to let her child take hormone supplements. And I'm saying that I don't want to date somebody who wouldn't be okay with that. So you're a hypocrite. You're an asshole. You're gaslighting me. And I do think these things should be taught in schools, and I'm not pushing away. And then he's like, never mind, you went from jo joking to joining the debate team. So because I'm talking to you like an adult and sharing my views and beliefs and opinions and like all the things you're supposed to do in a relationship, because all of a sudden at day Five, I decided that we should talk about some serious stuff. I'm now on the debate team and making things up about you because you're too good. And now I just want to ruin the good thing. And it's not that I just don't like your views as a person and don't want to date you anymore. Maybe. <laughs> and then he says shit like, I said, I haven't been joking since yesterday afternoon. He goes, yeah, what's your fucking problem? And I said, everything's a joke to you. Yeah. And when just, are we actually going to take the next step and be serious? Is this just going to be an entire joke? If so, why are you taking it so literal, the fact that there are times that I don't or can't or don't maybe don't necessarily want to talk to you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, we were joking around and having a good time. And then all of a sudden, your demeanor changed. And I was no, like. No, actually, all of a sudden, you started gaslighting the fuck out of me. <laughs> yep. And then he's like, now I'm going to be the bad guy, I guess, right? And I was like, what are you looking for? He goes, I believe I said earlier that homework is important. And I didn't want to bother you. So I didn't. You didn't? Can you show me where you did it? Because I don't think there was one hour in which you did not pester me. Judge. Um, so <laughs> back to the text messages from Sunday after 7.52 p.m. 
Uh, specifically, I believe it started at 9.08 p.m. and ended at 10.44 p.m. and then continued needing to know her justifications for what she was doing and why she didn't respond to him um, <sighs> at 12.16 a.m. Um, does that not negate that he didn't bother her? Oh, and then he goes... You don't test, huh? Oh my gosh. Which, that's a story. Uh, her name is Mariah, and we will go over her and her psychotic mother another day. So I said, Ugh. I didn't talk to you for what, four to five hours because I had homework due. What is your problem? I was doing my homework. You said you'd leave me alone to do my homework. And he goes, you are... You were having a bad day, and I was worried about you. You seemed a bit overwhelmed. You didn't get back to me, so sue me for caring about you. Four hours, Maggie. When he knew I was doing homework due at 11.59, and then he goes, I don't need this. Ready for it? LOL. <laughs> if you oh. don't want to talk to him anymore, just say so. I don't want to fucking argue with somebody. So I said, what happens when I don't text you for 24 hours? And I said, this is all you, man. And he yeah. goes, if you don't want to understand where I'm coming from, I won't try to tell you. I said, I just did my homework after work. And he goes, what is all me? I go, arguing, cursing. He goes, that was rhetorical. Have a good day. I was just going to mention the fact that he is now becoming a little more vulgar, insinuating that he's, like, angry. For what reason, dude? Because I feel like it, it is all him. It has been. It is. <laughs> so then, same day, last he was a fucking asshole to me. I'm thinking it's over. I'm done. I'm working, by the way. He was unemployed at this time in his life so he's got nothing better to do but be a crazy fucking asshole to me all day so <laughs> two Lucky you. sorry um one hour and about 20 ish 25 minutes later he goes i am sorry if you would have said uh american psycho boy because i won't say his name so any anytime he says his name i'm just gonna say american psycho boy I'm sorry, if you would have said, American Psycho Boy, I am okay, but you are bugging me. Even though you should not have had to, then I wouldn't have. I don't send him anything, because I'm motherfucking done with this fucking psycho. Then, four hours later, do you still want to communicate, or did you just want to part ways as of now? I understand you're busy. I just don't want to argue over my confusion, or anything for that matter. I would rather be respected and talked to in regards to feelings rather than resented and ignored. And that goes both ways. 10, 25 p.m. So almost four and a half hours after. Good night, Stephanie. Uh, two days later, in the morning. I just wanted to say thank you. I appreciated and enjoyed the time that we got to spend together. You are amazing and funny. I know you will have the success that you desire. 
6.25 p.m. that evening. Do not contact me anymore. <laughs> Could he not have just taken the night, whatever night, Sunday night, to just not say half of the things that he said and he wouldn't have to because now I'm realizing that as the things that he's saying are a little bit more like tender-hearted instead of angry and he instead worked himself up over all of this and now clearly you're done mm -hmm. um but he is still just trying to you know get Dickens. your attention again obviously now he's trying to go where he should have the nice sweet not blamey way it's like, exactly. oh, honey, you, you can't come at me crazy and then do the sweet thing. Mm -mm. You can't come back from that. So then he goes, okay, why the abrupt change? What did I do? How about your very calm, collected personality right now? Ask the psychotic personality who went off on me and he can explain the abrupt change. So then I just said back, do not contact me anymore. I'm not saying it again. <laughs> so then, of course, he contacts me to say he won't contact me. I am sorry. I did appreciate our time together. I won't contact you anymore. Now, that was September 13th. I like that our stories non like worked out by the way they actually ended up meshing well because we had two people that went to very extreme uh, like emotions and you know actions that they're not normally that they don't normally portray but yet you know circumstances push them to do that and now we're clearly done with them. I'm done with Ursula. I don't think we can go back from that. And you're <laughs> done with American Psycho Boy. Or am I? Well, I don't know. That's up for, that's still up in the air. Okay. <laughs> so, yesterday, this would be October 6th, 2023. He messages me. Can we at least be friends? I really like you as a person. <laughs> now this is what I really wanted to talk about today I think that in the world we're in with the technology where we can respond post call text email we can get information instantaneously to so many people that sometimes people forget they don't have to respond right away they can take a minute to think, to process, to discuss with friends. So, I have thought, if he contacts me again, I can get a restraining order. Especially because he has guns. He's crazy and has guns. That does legitimately mm -hmm. worry me. But, I decided to go full-on savage Stephanie. And I sent him back the following and I will post this on our Facebook page so that everybody can see it I said the friendship rates are below $50 for passive daily conversation 
$100 for purposeful daily conversation, $300 weekly package, $700 monthly package. Let me know if you need my cash app info. <laughs> Maggie, <laughs> what do you think the first phrase was that he sent back to that? Um, I don't know. Some Maybe something about conditions? Oh, <laughs> duh. Dear loving LOL. <laughs> LOL. I will sign up for monthly reoccurring question mark. I go, I'm serious. You joke too much. And then I sent him my cash app. <laughs> and he goes, okay, I am sorry to bother you. Oh, he's terrible at typing and punctuation. I am sorry to bother you. I wasn't sure if you were joking, but I wasn't joking when I said I like you as a person and wanted to be friends. I am working now, but $700 a month is out of my budget. And I said, well, you have the rates and threw him a little peace sign emoji. <laughs> what does 300 get me? Weekly conversation. And he goes, you are truly amazing. I wish I could afford you. Now, let me say this. What I also posted on Facebook is when I sent him that and he said that he wanted to be friends, I immediately sent it to my work from home bestie and said, uh, yeah, he wants to be friends with my vagina. <laughs> That's all He's, he really wants. Yeah, he clearly still wants you. So then he still tries to find reasons to talk to me. Oh, I still have this and this. I don't need that stuff that you have. Whatever. Then I tell him that I would be willing to trade him working on my car for friendships. and Or, or I could drop the rates. And he goes, haha, dropping the rates. I need your wit witty banter in my life. Friends can be good as well. Dudettes, yeah, I know I joke too much. You could count on me. I never let you down. I may have said some things that you didn't like or agree with, but I do really like you. Again, he just thinks I'm joking. I said, I could do $400 a month for a friendship. Daily texting, more for hangouts. He goes, I just want to hang out. I said, $100 per hangout. He goes, are you busy tonight? Yes. Tomorrow. Busy. When are you available? Maybe Monday after work. <laughs> let me know if Monday works. I won't make plans. So... Again, I don't know if he thinks I'm joking. I don't know if I'll be able to make Monday work or not. But if I am able to make Monday work, I am going to make him cash at me $100 before I would hang out with him. Oh, yeah, for sure. This isn't like we hang out and then you cash at me. No. <laughs> and I think he thinks I'm kidding. No. Like, <laughs> I don't know how many times I need to say, you're joking. I'm not. Exactly. We've had our little cute joking phase, and that was worked out really quickly. Thanks to you, might I add. <laughs> yeah. So, again, like, he might still kill me, because I think that he thinks that I'm just, this is all still fun, and la di da di da And it's like, listen, the only way I'm going to talk to you is if you give me money. Otherwise... Mm -hmm. Let me make this clear. No LOL before, after, or during. Fuck off and die. <laughs> Literally or metaphorically, I don't care. You 
are dead to me. Since he does have guns and he is crazy, I kind of want to know if I need to be concerned. Right. But I do like money. And if I do end up dead, I would like my story featured on My Favorite Murder and Morbid. And I would like a Lifetime video. Um, yeah, though that's it's it's fine. So we'll see if I get murdered or not. Um, I honestly think that he thinks there's a chance to get me to like him again and to repair what he has done. This guy, I don't feel after the last few days of your guys's. Um, you know, conversations, his conversations, um, I don't feel like he even deserves that chance because he doesn't, like, understand it. No, he just wants me. He just wants me, and he'll do whatever it takes, and it's not about, it's not even about me. If you love somebody, you want the best for them, even if that means it isn't you. Oh, but I will be giving you guys updates and play-by-plays. Um, other than that, I am working my security job for a concert tonight, and tomorrow I'm working my other security job, and then I don't know what's going on. And then I forgot that I bought tickets to the Dollop podcast show, <laughs> like, I think thought that I just thought about it and that I would do it later and I'm talking to my dad about this and he's like straight up making fun of me because he's like he's like what are you talking about of no, course he's you like, bought these tickets right he's like I was literally there you were like should I buy one or two? Oh fuck it I'll buy two I'll just find somebody to go with me which I still haven't found anybody to go with me because it's really hard to sell hey come to this live taping of an American history comedy podcast. It's so funny though. It's if this were around when I were in school, I would be a history buff. Um, maybe you and I can come together and give some insight to come Ursula. Right now. <laughs> oh, me. Sorry, go on. Uh, Miss Ursula needs to get her shit together for my week, i.e. maybe start therapy. <laughs> um, I feel like she just really needs someone to, like, bounce ideas off of and stuff. And from what I've heard about her husband, uh, I mean, he's like your typical guy. He doesn't really want to talk details of things or talk kind of serious I don't know. I guess is my... she dating? Is she married to American Psycho Boy? <laughs> I mean, she could not. be leading a double life. We don't know. She's kind of married to, kind of like my boyfriend. Um, they just don't really like seem to get too serious. And when I state that I want to be serious, it seems to be a little difficult for him. <laughs> I'm not sure why, but I mean, I've always considered therapy. I just haven't done it. I usually talk to my mom about a lot of stuff, which is 
totally fine with me. My mom is one of the reasons why I'm in therapy, so that's out. (laughs) Um, And another thing, I mean, like I said, I do feel for her because she doesn't have a whole lot of family to do that stuff like. And then her friends are obviously like her age or my age. She's closer to 40, um, as in like 38. And so she's my age. Yeah, but still a little older. But same generation, same age. Did you, you say know. she's older? Do you know how old I am? She is older than you. Aren't you like 35? I'm 39. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I an 80. You were like 35, 36. No, I mean, I look like in my early 20s, people tell me all the time I have a almost 22 year old because you know hashtag 16 and pregnant trendsetter (laughs) way before it was on mtv so i feel like i'm owed royalties from that whole thing right that was definitely a big era especially when it was on tv oh yeah man we would (laughs) have had so much drama on my episode but no i'm i'm 39 how old are you um gonna be 29 Oh my god, you're a baby. So we are, there's a decade between us. There is. (laughs) One whole fucking decade. But, you know, uh, please wish me luck on my hell week. Um, But yeah, other than that, let's see. I know the weekend, um, my boyfriend's parents are moving to out of state Um, so they have their big truck coming and we're going to help them this weekend, like load the truck, um, so that they are all ready for their move, I believe starting next week. And that's really all I have going on so far. A lot of my plans end up being last minute, so maybe next week I will have stories about that <laughs> yay this week i'll be working a concert tonight uh other security job tomorrow therapy monday and this is again where therapy i'm trying to be proactive instead of waiting until something big happens and blows up that i'm trying to get ahead of my root issues from when i was a child or a teenager and figure out how to not let them fuck up my life. So that's what I've got going on Monday. We'll see if I get murdered by American Psycho Boy. I'm <laughs> not going to hang out with him until he cash apps me money. Yeah. <laughs> that might make him mad. I'm not sure. I really think he's going to try and sweet talk me back into like, oh, we're so great together. And I'll be like, no. yeah no definitely I mean you came through you said what you were set on so I mean either he takes it as that or then I think you guys are done and at least I'll have hopefully gotten a hundred dollars out of it and not murdered but I think that he thinks that he can weasel his way back in and make me fall for him I feel like because he played off so much uh sarcasm and he wanted to be like jokey and all of that you know all the time I feel like he can 
he thinks he can play it off as, no, I was joking. Why did you take that so seriously? Why, you know, why did you do this? Because that seems like the type of person that he is. Oh, yeah. He's going to be like, oh, but everything was so great. And it's like he tried to blame me at first. Realized yeah. that I have too high self-esteem for that tactic to work. So then he's trying to backtrack and be like, oh, it was me. And it's like, ooh, honey, no, I'm smarter than that. I'm more emotionally secure than that. You're messing with the wrong girl. First of all, fix yourself and don't do this shit. Or, you know, you just fucked with the wrong person. Thank you so much for listening to Convos Over Coffee. Like, share, subscribe, and rate our podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Maggie. As always, accompanied by Stephanie. Please check out our Facebook page, Convos Over Coffee. You can find Maggie's recipe for her delicious coffee drink from this week. I am always open to booze recommendations to put in my coffee so long as it's not peppermint. That is my death alcohol. Or Jaeger, not into black licorice. Uh, I'll dunk a red licorice in my coffee before I put black licorice tasting nasty liquor in there. (laughs) And then you can always reach us at our email, convosovercoffee2, the number two, at gmail.com. Because some asshole got convosovercoffee sans a number at gmail might email them one day to be like, dude, what's up? What's going on? Are you still using this? Like, why? <laughs> Can you, like, why is, it? is it still? <laughs> I mean, dibs too late, but yo, give, give it back. So you can send us emails with convos you and your friends have had over coffee. Um, maybe somebody in the office is eating at your soul the way that Ursula is coming at Maggie. Let us know. Email us. Until our next convo. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>